0: Mr. Brian Guerra. what's going on? How hey you doing, way. man? Welcome, super good. Welcome to the
1: podcast. This welcome, is <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. this.
2: Been meaning to get you on for a while. This is dark and moody <laughs> uh, setup on a nice dark and moody night. Yeah, thanks for coming out, man.
1: I know what happened to the weather. I know it was really nice and it got really bad. I though. went to Bunnings today purely <laughs> for for lunch, just to get some uh, barbecue sausages, get Ooh. some hot dogs. What? Really? Yeah,
2: to pay the two dollars just to get the. No, it's five dollars. Got I got two hot dogs. Right, five dollars. I'm a big fan of just the onions. <laughs> I just like a bun full of onions yeah. and barbecue sauce on the bottom. Pay the two dollars and just get onions. <laughs> yeah. No, they just <laughs> give it to me for free normally. <laughs> is, it, is
1: it no? What, what are they called? Because I don't get onions. I hate onions. And I'll take the onions. And they were just like what um two? They just said two without because all all they have is hot dogs and onions. So it's just two without. Right. <laughs> what are they? The kebab shops on this like no fro or something. No, fro? No, no, no idea you know, what you're talking about. Old kebab shop, and you asked for something, they're like, oh, and no fro. No, it was um, Fast Eddie's. Maybe his Fast Eddie's used to be up well, before. Well, there's no but. fro, I mean. I don't know. No frozen no yogurt? What the fro was. <laughs> I don't know what the fro was.
2: Uh, uh, tell us a bit about yourself, Neil.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I love how I just like, cut well, through that. Yeah. I'm also a
2: big fan of Bunnings, so okay, yeah. I'm with you on that right, one. Right, right, right. Um, I like a good stroll on a, on a nice day. Yep. You know, some people like to go on the beach barefoot. I like to go through Bunnings with my shoes on. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, nice, nice. Yep. <laughs> um, just an American in Australia. How long uh, have you been here? Eight years. Eight You've years. You've been here a while. Okay, okay. Yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Right. Long Long enough, mm-hmm. I think,
0: so far. You're from uh, Connecticut? Yes. But you moved to uh, yep. New York? Uh, Connecticut,
2: Manhattan. I uh, uh, lived in Brooklyn. Um, and then moved back to Connecticut for a bit and then to California. And then to here, yeah. Do you mind if I ask how old you are? Thirty. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. What was your What was your guess? I should have had you. guess. No, I thought I, I was thinking thirty, yeah. thirty something. Yeah. I got twenty two the other day, and I said, "Oh, oh you're lucky you lucky bastard!" <laughs> 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 Obviously, you only saw me from the waist up. <laughs>
0: uh, no, that's cool, man. H- how many Americans have we had on this podcast? Not that many. Oh, I was kind of hoping to be the first. Colin, Colin know. Ebsworth. His well, his parents are American. His right? parents are American. I don't. I think he was. He, he was
1: born, so technically he's American. Well, technically he is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we actually had this this debate whether uh, your nationality is based on your what the the government piece of paper, birth certificate says, or where your blood is from.
2: <sighs> yeah, it's a messy. I think that's a messy topic, definitely to to debate for yeah. sure. Because, um, mm. yeah, it depends. It depends. I mean, I I still. Uh, I don't really consider myself any nationality because um, my my fiance's family is Colombian, and a lot of times they say I'm more Colombian than they are. <laughs> so weird, weird. so yeah. uh, and when I speak Spanish, I've been told that I could pass as a Colombian. Right. So you
1: can speak Spanish.
2: Yes. Can you do this entire
1: podcast in Spanish?
2: Uh, si <laughs> sí, claro que si. Sí. You know, uh, yo puedo hacerlo, pero my grammar is terrible usually, and that's um, cool, man. You gotta like change your gears. Yeah, because even like think, yeah, the yeah. the grammar is different, right? It's reversed. Yep, that's Pretty with much. a lot of uh,
0: languages. You gotta the words are like the the, yeah, yeah, the, no, the syntax a, is like,
1: it's say different. like the yeah. end of the sentence first. And yeah, I don't know how. Long yeah. Long work. yeah, yeah. I speak to virtually. it. I speak English and bad English. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you speak English and Australian then as well. <laughs> Mainly bad English. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. W- at, at what point did you get into? Are you? Would you call yourself a media broadcast person? Is that what you would? Uh,
2: yes. Now, yeah. uh, definitely, definitely. I'm leaning mm. hard into po- I, I, yeah. I'm, I produce podcasts. Right, but that, uh, that wasn't uh, your first thing, though. Right. No, <laughs> yeah? no. Um. Well, I um. Uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. I. I'm a self-taught video editor. Right. Uh, I made a lot of like silly videos uh, when I was younger. Uh, and I got injured a lot doing extreme sports, so at some point I started kind of dialing it back, just because I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. We gotta, we gotta dwell on this topic. Extreme <laughs> sports, like what? Uh, like, uh, you know, back, uh, you know, in the forest, BMX, where you build your own tracks and yes. jumps, yes. but like really big jumps, like 14, okay. 14 feet in the air and down again, and like mm. big stuff. Um, and snowboarding. Uh, but you know, on the rails and all that stuff, and skiing on moguls and doing tricks and stuff. Yep. Wow. Yep. Cool. Nothing crazy, but still fun, fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I bumped my head a few times, pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's cool. Man. <clears throat> my voice sounds a
0: lot slower in my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> so then you got you got into broadcasting just what through family or just through? Well, it's through...
2: my my we had cameras through the group of friends. Um, but since I was hurt all the time, I started filming everyone doing the stuff and I had way more fun being creative that way. Mm -hmm. I was always pretty creative drawing and poetry and stuff, but it was more very private. But I think, um, doing videos was my first foray into being more public with my, my creativity and it was really nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's
0: weird. I've always preferred being behind the camera than in front of it. Like, right, right now, I still hate being on camera. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's the thing that I, I don't think I'll
2: ever get over. Um, uh, but I yeah. think it, it gets less bad the more you do it, obviously. but I, I think that's just you're born with that, too. I mean, people can get over stage fright, but there's always going to be that in the back of your head. I mean, mm. right now, I could probably walk out in the middle of the street and give a five-minute speech on why the rain feels nice, and I'd be fine. Right. Like, I've always been good with that. So. I can't do that. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, That's cool, man. But that's, that's I'm cool. also full of shit usually, so I <laughs> just kind of fake it. Um, should
1: we do a proper? So, so you're part of the Rocket Pod, uh, Rocket? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I am Rocket Podcasting. You are Rocket Podcaster. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool, cool. I don't know. If we
1: actually, we didn't actually introduce. Oh, right. That. Yeah, yeah. Did Did we? We, and, and the, hey, I'm Brian, thing. and I'm <laughs> a podcaster.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Obviously, we're not we're not podcasters. We don't know how to do this.
2: Well, you still have uh, better <laughs> gear than probably ninety percent of the people out there, so you're you're on the right track. I probably. think that's more
0: embarrassing the fact that we have a lot of gear and like <laughs> we're still doing our podcast for our friends. Well,
2: <laughs> now that I know what you have, you know, I can always uh, hit you up for mic rentals, maybe or yeah. something like that. You know? Definitely, if you need some extra gear, we got a lot. Like, we we love we
0: love facilitating other people's podcasts as well. Oh, I think that's, that's we have, uh, okay.
1: We have yeah. actually done that in the past. A few people. Other people who wanted to do podcasts, we've lent the gear out and helped them set up. And yeah, we did that for one of the wrest the some of the guys that do the wrestling. One of our mates, um what he's kind? part of like the the Perth wrestling organisation, oh, and like they did like a sort of a podcast uh, press conference type yeah. thing. And Interesting. We, we lent them out all the gear and do that. Definitely, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> with a uh, Sarah with her podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. So we've had we've had a few. Quite a few people, um, yeah. We we
2: love facilitating other people's stuff. I imagine you're very much the same, right? Oh, I love yeah? it. I love it. My my whole studio, uh, air quotes. Uh, oh, right, camera. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my whole studio fits inside of a like a check bag suitcase. That's mm. kind of always been my goal. Is to I would love the. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Jetsons, but a lot of times they had a button and then it would just create yeah, just a room. It folds out. Yeah. Yeah. So I want that, <laughs> but uh, for podcasting. So mm. I I always want to make one of those um like tradey boxes and it just like mm. parks and you open the top and the the, yeah. the mic arms would just fold out. Yeah Ooh, ready yeah. to go. We,
0: we were fantasizing <clears throat> not fantasizing, that's such a weird <laughs> way. We 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 were uh <laughs> coming up with yeah. a uh, a system as well like a rack system I think oh, yeah. we wanted to was, do but basically something that you could throw like pick up and put anywhere and set up within 15 minutes. Well yeah. I, I found a thing
2: mm. I already found a thing that would be good it's a tradie it's like a tradie box but it's a it's like a cleaning trolley on wheels but Ooh. it's more tradie grade um, I just saw it the other day at, at my my 9 to 5 and um, it's awesome yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. It has like locked, locked drawers and like it's hefty. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just a Bit of foam,
0: little foam it's uh, awesome. template things. You yeah. can do whatever you
2: want with it, but it would it would be good. It would be, you know, it's probably the size of this coffee table in front of me. Mm. You just roll it into the room and be ready to go. Mm. We just got a plastic tub.
1: Nice. Pile it all into the plastic tub, step on it <laughs> and then put the lid on it. Like
3: yeah. But no, like
1: we, we, we used to have, Big, I mean we used to run my entire desktop computer. I'd put I'd put my desktop computer in my car and drive that to the Henhouse studio. Yeah. We set that oh, up. Jesus. We had my guitar effects processor running as our audio interface. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then we slowly just sort of di- tried to dial it down and You ever heard of a laptop?
2: We <laughs> oh, we, we had the nice big
1: thick thick la- laptops yeah. back then and then we had the Surface, but that wasn't as efficient. It was basically playing chicken. Mm. Every podcast, <laughs> oh, because yeah.
0: uh, anything could go wrong, and it did go wrong quite <laughs> it, a few it times. It did go wrong, blue screen yeah. of death halfway Definitely. through a podcast. We've oh, had things crash good old on Windows, us, good old Windows. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Especially when you're recording like two, three hours at one time, and then it crashes. But uh, that's when we got this guy, the the Zoom H6, so. H5, H6, H6. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the nice. fact that it, it just doesn't crash, it has batteries. Yes, bring yeah. it anywhere. I, I've um, podcasted with that in my bag. And then just walked around with a, a SM fifty eight was fifty eight, just a traditional stage mic. Yeah, that's SM fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. how
2: um, that's how some of my other favorite uh, Ari Shafir, He's an American comedian. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. he does all of his shows with um some hammy down fifty eights from. Right. Joe, he, Joe Rogan, actually. When he's not drugging uh, Burt Kreischer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. he's. I think he's just drugging himself these days for now. <laughs> he cops so yeah. much shit from, from that. Yeah. Well, they, now he's, I mean,
2: yeah, Legion of Skanks has thrown him under the bus a few times recently. Yeah. Uh, they made him admit that. He hates uh, Brendan, or not hates, but he doesn't think Brendan Schaub's a real comedian. And there's a bit of that, uh, yeah, yeah. There's some things happening there. (laughs) It's It's pretty sad, yeah. Yeah, Because
0: that we, when we first started the podcast, I don't think we were even Rogan fans at the time.
2: I'm still not really a Rogan
0: fan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hot and cold with Rogan, but he mm. really showed how the, the sheer volume of what you could put out. Definitely. In terms of quantity. Like Definitely. Like a thousand well, something was, podcasts. What yeah.
1: year were we in the US? It was... 2015? 2015? No, no, no. It was uh, 2013. I 2014. Think it was. No, it was 13. Okay, I'm sure it was 13. Yeah, <laughs> it was- and you just
2: showed up to a studio <laughs> expecting people to, to go in.
1: <laughs> we went to the Ice House, right? The Ice House in Pasadena. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, we actually we met Joe and we saw Joey Diaz and all them there. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I don't think his podcast was even kicking off. That's where Bobby Lee's studio is, just upstairs.
0: The, is the same House? place now. Oh, uh, is that the one where he has that? Kind of. Bar, oh, maybe not Barbara, the one. Barbara now. Shop one? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I
2: think earlier. Well, I guess earlier this year, uh, like mid last year.
0: I think at this time, at that sort of time, the Ice House Chronicles was. Oh um, yes. And that's when they were recording. Yeah, Red Band was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, in that big room out the back, we saw them going in and out. Um, the lineup was insane. It was Tony yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Red Band. Uh, Bert Kreischer. Bert Crasher. before he was uh big. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom Blood Segura, Leichner. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bert Chrysler, Bert Chrysler. Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom Segura, and then it ended with Bert, um, Sorry, with Joe, Joe
2: Rogan. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's really cool. That really I, cool. I still haven't seen all those, all those guys in person. Mm. I had tickets to Bert um, when he came uh, last, and then last minute, with it was a sold out show. We didn't feel like going, so I just doubled. <laughs> I sold them for double. Wow, <laughs> it was it was not bad. I did I did get to see Chris D'elia before he got canceled when he came mm. here. That was nice. Yeah, 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 Chris. Yeah, Chris, so so that that whole yeah that a lot
0: of people are thinking that the the golden age of that crew mm-hmm.
2: it might be kind of the end of it now. They're kind of well, moving. Other yeah, they're, they're all and, moving away now, yeah. and so that's why I'm have a goal to create one studio where all the podcasters can go to in Thank Perth. You. Yes, please do that. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. uh, I'm going to be doing I want to do lessons. I'm already doing one-on-one coaching stuff and there I you know. mm-hmm. I'll do like a 4-hour session. And I I'm building a course right now with a guy mm-hmm. like launch your podcast in a few days sort of thing.
0: Yeah. It's just a weird thing where I think I don't think people are afraid to cross-pollinate, but everyone's very insular here. So it's very hard to like pull people into um, the, this sort of wave and yeah. Well, uh, the, the
1: whole being creative type thing when it comes to, you know, podcasting musicians and stuff. It's a very uh, small community. Well, it yeah, feels personal. Very mm. Exactly. It's very mm.
0: personal and pe- people don't want, much like with bands, like they won't work with you with you unless they have a connection or maybe a bit of a rapport or a history with you. Mm-hmm. But um, I find that's probably the major hurdle in getting everyone on board with something like this there's a there's still a a fear of legitimizing what they're doing yeah i think there's it's a, a very
1: casual thing
0: like we just want to keep it casual but
1: you know well do you ever yes, feel that yes and no because i know there's a lot of you know you see a lot of local radio stations now that you know promote their podcasts up on um what's what's that everywhere online um, yeah,
2: rtr is pushing some stuff yeah mm-hmm. they
1: and there's so many um i can't remember the name of like the app uh, podbean what you know? Oh Anchor Anchor.
2: Um
1: what is it? What is it? I don't know. I haven't listened to RTR FM or 96 FM for ages now. I, I know. Some I, I, I heart radio, oh. Things yeah. like that. Where it's this big sort of yep. I suppose not a com- well, kind of like a commercial community around podcast as well. That's something that's booming big as well. Um there's in the US there's a um a, a thing called uh Bastel thing yes heard um, of them
2: very well i actually know a few people that work for barstool yeah
1: well they do that similar sort of thing where they they create like a sort of a podcast community and they have people come in and do all and they sort of promote the different podcasts well they just
2: they just farm influencers mm. that's Mm. their shows are yeah their shows aren't that uh yeah yeah (laughs) not a big fan yeah um but at least
1: like they're doing stuff like sort of the building on that podcast platform Mm. which is cool but i think what you're probably saying is more the, the sort of local Underground type podcasting locally here, mm. Lo- yeah. Locally yeah. here, yeah. Well, I, I think
0: that people are a bit uh, self conscious about you know jumping. I don't know,
2: may- I could be wrong.
0: Maybe there's there's about there.
2: uh, 80 plus podcasts currently in Perth, that's a lot. Um, yeah. And some of them are getting really big numbers, and some of them are. You know, Shit! In the like negatives. We we are in the negative. Listeners. Oh, that's that's yeah. good. That's good. We, we, even, no, that's when you don't even listen to your episodes. I think that's when you're in the negative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, we're done. Okay, all right, back <laughs> It sounds exactly like
1: yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> My I Will admit, I did listen to some of our old episodes last night. It's fun going back to your <laughs> three yeah. catalog. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. AD podcasts. <laughs> What's y- that? Y- AD podcasts in Perth. Uh, at least, at least. Yep. Yeah. Sure. There's um. I mean, some of the bigger numbers are here and there, but even the shows that claim to be the biggest, I from my own research, definitely not. Um, but you know, there are some big names behind some of these shows. Like Kim Barrett has a podcast; he's like a Facebook uh, Facebook uh, ads guy. Uh, he has a whole media social media company doing promotions and stuff. Wow! Um, so he interviews people through his show. Um, but there's one guy, uh, Nathaniel Bibby. He's doing really well. He's a LinkedIn trainer. Wow. Um cool cool. And uh, a car podcast, the um uh, pod filter. Um, they do really well.
0: That's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've never heard of any of these. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but that's that's the thing. Like, well that's what that meetup. So I, I yeah, also yeah. Uh,
2: I gotta start that again. I've been real lazy about it, mm. but <laughs> I've been trying to get a Perth Podcaster meetup going. That's a Perth Podcast meetup. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, yeah, because you we you invited us to one uh the
1: stables. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we had, ended up doing a podcast.
2: We, literally, <laughs> yeah, that's what you
1: said.
0: You said you were recording that <laughs> we're night. We were literally recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but keep, keep keep at it, man. Oh, yeah. No, someone's no. got to do
2: it here. Well, there's yeah. a guy um, also. Uh, he's called 12 Hats Media. Uh, he has a show kind of talking about news about media. Um, but he wants to start a network. He's messaged me recently um, saying he wants to meet up with me to kind of chat about it. That's cool. Um, yeah. But I think he's more interested in creating something like iHeartRadio, where it's more, I have a show for news. I have a show for uh, music. I have a show for this. I have a show for that.
1: Mm, like a sort of a network that's. You know, yeah,
2: more like a TV network. Yeah. I mm. want to create a network of just friends. Mm. You know, like.
1: A, a massage media matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I am the microphone assassin. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of people moving to
0: Patreon as well. Yep. I yep, think yep, because, yep. Like, there's, a, <laughs> there's a there's <laughs> a there's a a need to monetize directly as
2: well. Yes, there is. I think yeah. And but I there's think, other ways to monetize. Mm. There's 101 ways to monetize a podcast. That's what I found. Yep. Um. I I can't talk about everything, but the Goat King Writers Club. Uh, will be going to Patreon not long from now as well. Um, but we're also looking at doing live shows yep so mm. <laughs> we've talked about that as well yeah, yeah. setting yeah. up like a uh a, a, a talk
1: like a night talk show like a um late night talk show type thing well even if yeah. you
2: advertise that you would do that and then you just move the show to next to this window and then <laughs> people can just like be <laughs> out it? there watching yes. you guys do <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> <laughs> through the window yeah. yeah that's how some of the big radio stations in in the cities in the u.s do it yeah, They'll yeah. just have big windows where people can just stop and watch the show happening yeah so you can visually
0: see like what's happening inside the studio. Yeah, yeah. We g- really, we could yeah. get
1: people to line up out the front. We get like a door person, right? And people lining up because they want to be in the studio. We get some person with a, a clipboard, and they have to check through. And we, they go through like a a prerequisite, a requirement for entry, like uh, on an Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres show, where <laughs> right. only the certain Ellen people Degenerate. are allowed right in. <laughs> and we just get them to like shoot everyone away. Nah, nah, not you. Okay. yeah. Uh, not you. And then we don't have to worry about actually bringing people into the studio.
2: No, you just say you guys can all be on at once and just hang hang the microphone off a boom pole and just swing it across <laughs> the crowd like, hey, 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 oh, thanks guys for coming. We could have yeah, we can have like from
1: your camera, people out in the background with signs. We love you, Daryl. <laughs> like those NBC Do me Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the signs will say. Have my babies. <laughs> and that's me standing out. No. Um That's you standing out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we've always talked about a umbrella not an umbrella podcast network, but just a way to connect
2: everyone together. Community, yeah, community. community I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. I've been reaching out to people through Instagram. Instagram's blocked me a few times, um, just for the amount of messages I'll send in a day um, when I'm feeling motivated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just they think you're spamming, even though each message is pretty much different. Mm. Um, I do cut and paste a lot of it, and then mm. just um, kind of like when I was inviting people to this event. Um, but most of the people I'd already spoken to before, like I think I had spoken to you guys before inviting you to the just through Instagram, mm, yeah, because um, I've always loved your moody, moody look that you have on your show. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah, well, that, that's
0: the thing because our our stuff is is already like in terms of the marketing perspective. Like we already don't really plug. We're pretty bad at plugging. Yeah, but you have a you have a
2: you have an audience that you would target right away. I mean, I would just go to Reddit conspiracies. That's the thing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, straight away. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you should be doing crossovers. There's another conspiracy podcast in Perth Mm. uh, called Hard Yarns. Mm. We're not a conspiracy podcast. (laughs) Oh, oh. Uh, I would say we are. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) You don't have to categorize yourself as (laughs) (laughs) anything. But there's a podcast that enjoys speaking about conspiracies. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 They're all they're uh, they're believers in QAnon. Right, cool, cool, cool. Right, so um, it's an interesting topic. Q to on, for yeah, sure. that, that's a pretty hot potato. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> pretty hot potato. It is a very hot potato <laughs> yeah. for sure. Wait, but this is a Perth
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Ooh, um, yeah. you have to hook me up. Yeah, definitely. We'll, There's have, a, a, we'll have a clan meeting out the back.
2: <laughs> 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 Put your tips together of your mics and um. Yeah, I, I
0: think because uh, we, with the marketing thing, but also yeah, we we do touch on topics that I guess the broader audience either wouldn't understand or would don't want to listen to yeah so we we feel very much sometimes I feel definitely backed into a corner but I think that could be a strength be, like because you said it was very very niche very targetable
2: right yeah just yeah you gotta find find your niche and lean into it I mean mm. and go, yeah commit to it yeah well, don't I mean, you, you don't even, even have to anything. commit to it but just know that that's where you're leaning mm-hmm. so just keep because you guys have been doing your thing for a while I wouldn't say change anything I would say just keep doing you're doing but just lean into what you already are doing as far as when you market it yeah yeah i wouldn't yeah. change the, i wouldn't change the show at all mm. i like your shows yeah yeah yeah, yeah <clears throat> i think we, ble-
1: we just actually need to plug our shows <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's a good first step definitely <laughs>
2: we've been we've been playing around with, with goat King writers club uh, one of my newer shows i'm producing so I, I i guess rocket podcasting i produce shows i teach people how to podcast and i rent my gear out um, so that's kind of my business. That's mm. quickly moving to a full-time job, which is really nice. cool. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, media guy. I, I had broadcast training in the past in the US, um, kind of like a TAFE version of that. It's called the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Cool. There's locations all over the US. And they went bankrupt uh, with Freddie May in 2008 while I was going to school there. Damn. Um, Did they just stop doing it? Yeah, that we came we came back from I was doing a remote shoot for a project. Came back for, you know, two or three hour drive. We had like a couple thousand dollar worth of gear in our trunk. No one called us. There were just signs on all the doors saying, sorry, we have no money. That's uh, it. Return mm-hmm. your gear and uh we'll call you soon. <clears throat> wow. Yep. Yeah, so and how far <laughs> into the course were you? Uh, 75, 80 percent. Jeez. Do you um, still
0: get accreditation for doing that? Or? Yeah, well they yeah.
2: they uh they, the the Attorney General of the state forced them to open up to finish. Um, so the guy who originally owned the school came back in and, and bought into the school again. Took over that stock that was lost. Uh, and now they're going double strong now. They're doing really well right now. Mm, right. They've recovered. Um, That's, good. That's good. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, yeah, through that, I was able to learn about radio broadcasting, TV broadcasting, uh, newsroom etiquette, radio etiquette, running board, running a show, producing a show creating a show that's uh, cool. learning about nice voiceover one. stuff as well <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um nice yeah that's um, the thing we, we've had no formal training at all yeah, yeah but you're a mu- musician so you know how to hold mic and you know what to do i guess well, yeah we, we, yeah, we know, know you know what an xlr is although yeah. i don't know what it stands for no, so no idea
0: some alien word. XLR. Yeah. <laughs> Xenophobic. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Xylophone.
2: Left, right. Oh, I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> it sounds very technical. I, I'm, I'm in over my head. Um, um, no, but you guys, you guys know what you're doing. So um, trial and error. That's yeah, a, that's a yeah. big thing that a lot of people are shy. like.
1: Yeah, some people do a few podcasts, and if they don't like it, they'll not do it anymore. Yeah, we, we've seen a lot of. Podcasts come and go. Well, I'm mm. sure. I'm Understandably, sure.
0: because what? it's it's a hard thing to jump into and, and to be consistent. That, that's the thing consistency. Mm. That's a hard thing. But you it's, guys yeah. seem
2: to have gone between different styles as well. I mean, you said you batched episodes in the past mm. where you were trying to record as many as you could in a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was when we were paying for a studio. Yeah. Right. Yep. So yep. now, but why didn't you use your own space at that time? Why did you pay for a studio?
1: Well, we didn't really have a space.
2: I think we didn't, we physically didn't have any. Were you Space, like sh- yeah. you were sharing house with people and you couldn't? Oh, they're still living without parents,
1: I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I th- I th- well, how, how old are you guys? Can I? Thirty. I'm
2: thirty three.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just how long? I just turned thirty six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's moved
1: around a lot. It used to be at my parents' place, and then yeah, I think different, we different studio. We even because um there was a time like I I was living in Melbourne for a bit, and then got back, and then Daryl moved to Melbourne. Says. So <laughs> there was a couple of years where there was a bit of sort of like interchange. We do podcasts yep, every yeah. now and then. It's yep. probably
0: a two-year gap where we didn't podcast or just mm. re- really uh, on and off. I mean like you know? or two. Yep. And then when I came back from Melbourne, we were just we rented the hen house and we were just like, let's go for Fuck it. it. Just let's lean let's into just go it, it. Go it. For, yeah. for it. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's cool. when we did probably fifty episodes. There. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what kind of what kind of gear are you using then? That was with the crappy uh, laptop. The desktop computer. Yeah, the crappy
1: laptop. What kind of mics, though, were you using? <laughs> oh, we had some cheap Behringer microphones. Just condensers, you know. Cheap, yep. cheap condenser yep. microphones. Which yeah. wasn't that great because
0: at at the time at the hen house, there would be bands recording and uh, rehearsing, so we'd get a lot mm. of uh, bleed. But in a They're way- just mattresses on the walls probably there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but it, it added some atmosphere it added, to it as well. You know, yeah. while we were talking, if you hear a band rehearsing, it gives that, like- you know, we're kind of doing stuff <laughs> while there's uh, cool stuff going. That's up, you know, right, really.
2: Daryl. Yes, it was really fun. <laughs> just, just yelling, into the mics. Just yelling <laughs> over the mic. Yelling over, yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, uh, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. But th- so we used to, yeah, do it in batch. Now we do it kind of
1: once a week. Yeah, once a week we meet up, and if we're if we're not recording something, we'll be planning for the, the next recording or planning our um or editing. Oh, ed- yeah, editing. editing. Now, editing what do you maps, what do you use for uh, editing? Uh, Adobe Premiere. Premiere. Yeah. Nice, and, and then audition, in
2: audition, audio, yeah. yeah, yep. Nice, nice. We
0: used to. I think we went through a phase where we would really micromanage and try and cut stuff out. Then we, now we just leave it. Like these ones, we just leave it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Start to finish, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless
2: I say, wait, wait a minute, from from. Can we just start again? <laughs> Can we just start again from right now, guys? Please, ready? Right. Okay. Beep. Right.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, now now we kind of just let these ones go. But if we do a session, which is a more focused one on a particular topic, we'll, yeah. we'll chop that up to be about a half hour. Sure, sure. Yeah. Be yeah. really focused. Yeah, but that's cool. We uh, Yeah, we want to do more content, but it's it's hard to. Sometimes it's hard to justify the time
2: versus what you get out of it. Well, I think uh, also people. You know, don't feel like they're yeah they're going to get anything out of it in the end mm. they don't feel like there is any reward for all the work mm. um and that's where also people d- don't feel like they want to spend any money like most people won't these are like what 200 250 mics mm. uh the zoom h6 is probably five something mm. um yeah. but once you have it this is forever i could throw this mic across the room we could pick it up plug it back in and we'd be good mm. um but you know, people don't see that side of it. They just mm. want to stick with their USB mics and and they don't want to move out of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I suppose that's where I, just our music backgrounds come in. Where it's just like, well, we do it anyway. We'll we'll put drop money into it because we enjoy it, and if we don't get any return, I mean, how many how many songs yeah. have we written? Stuff we've done that fucking doesn't it's, go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, so. I think the cool thing is it's it's humbling coming from
0: a music background because we don't we we get our reward through the proce- the actual process. Yeah, and we just enjoy uh, the refinement of things, and the actual art of doing the podcast itself is the reward for us. Yeah, so I think that has been a strength but also a really a comfort zone because we have to push it further in order to market it and that's where we're yeah yeah sometimes like we just don't have the energy for that because we we're researching so many freaking weird
2: things happening (laughs) out there in the world i was wondering if you guys what we're gonna end up reaching into like some podcast oddities or something like that today or if you guys who want to knows? just talk podcasting, who knows? Whatever, whatever. I can, I can talk podcasting for hours, honestly. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, well, I,
0: where, what we do would would really like though is like, surely there's a role where someone can look at your back catalog and chop stuff up for you, right? Something yeah, definitely. Like I yeah. mean, I uh, pay someone to do that because I can't um, l- listen to yeah. my own yeah. shit <laughs> all day. It's, it's just the worst thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's
2: that's that's where I I do do that. Yeah. Um, but as well, I think the the best option is usually um just finding someone on Airtasker to start with hmm. I mean I know a couple guys who I was doing video editing for them just to get the feel of their show to help them structure it and then I've moved off of that and they've they've offloaded all that work in different areas so they have a guy who does the audio refinement he'll send it to the video guy he'll edit the video send it to a girl who or send it to a girl who's a journalist locally student who will write kind of a script for an intro and then she'll send that to the voiceover girl, who's on the other coast, who's just starting to do voiceover. So she'll do the voiceover, of the show, send it back to the video guy, and then it sends it all back, and it's still and it's cheaper than hiring me to do all of it. Wow! Wow! Okay. Because you know you're just farming out all the stuff to people who are just starting. So I mean, uh, you know, I normally charge like around a hundred dollars for ninety minutes. So. But, you know, that's me coming with gear. Mm. I have, you know, this huge gaming rig type computer as well where I can process, you know, two-hour video in 20 minutes. So it's, you know, I have I have the stuff I've invested the time. So that's what I, when I start stepping it up and I do other things um, mm. outside of that. Um, mm. So I always just help people, like, set up the show mainly and then help them figure out how to offload that stuff. So, I mean, to go through the back catalog, I would just find someone who enjoys this topic and on Airtask or Gumtree or just put out an ad. And I'm sure there's like an audio student coming up from Murdoch. There's a lot of radio students. Yeah. I'm sure there's a billion of them that would just step into this and this is a resume thing.
1: So this is yeah. no longer a podcast. This is a business meeting. It's yeah. Pleasure. Oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is, this is this is usually my my podcast <laughs> on no, starting into good. a business it's meeting. Good. This is good for us yeah. because we,
0: we we are so um yeah, I had my head buried in the sand when it comes to Because if not, I'll something.
1: be asking if you're voting for Trump or Biden, but yeah. I don't know. Are you, are you still
2: like an American citizen? Yes. Like, so yes. Are, you, are you a registered voter? I am. Um, um, I didn't vote in the last election, and I'm ashamed to say so that. So, it's your fault? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he you're won, part of the he problem, <laughs> He won by uh, one vote, so I think, uh, yeah. Um, no, you, you don't have to answer well, that. Well, we, we all know here that uh, you know, the American voting system is rigged, so. It mm. is, yeah. yeah I think I think
1: all voting systems are rigged. Australia is no better. Well, I think the the mailing thing is going
0: to make it worse, maybe because uh, because yeah. of the fact that it, it it's very easy, uh, very easy to, yeah. to tamper with that. Yeah, <laughs> the
2: U.S. Yeah. mailing system is terrible already. The USPS is a like <laughs> they're really great people, um, but the craziest person I've ever known in my life, of all the crazy places I've lived, was my mailman growing up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a yeah. mail truck and he would. Uh, i used to work for the town i grew up in the um uh, doing uh drawing the lines on baseball fields oh, um, Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a line hip, marking it's there. a hypnotic thing <laughs> when you're just drawing a straight line with a spray paint can and a little walking thing um but i got to know all the mailmen in town and <laughs> uh he he i used to torment him when i was a kid because I, I think he might I don't know. I, I don't know. He's just a weird guy. Um, but if he had a package delivered, he wouldn't just drive up the driveway and knock on your door and leave it. He would leave his car on the side of the road, his little USPS thing, and he would sprint up at full speed through your yard, drop it, knock like a madman, ring the doorbell like 10 times, like OCD sort of thing, and then just sprint back to the car and then drive to the next house. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very fit. I mean, maybe that was his exercise. Maybe he had a routine like that. But well, isn't isn't the term "going postal" actually from uh, yes. a postal
1: service incident that happened many years ago? It is.
2: It is. Yeah. yeah. So yes. Someone says
1: you go on post What happened? Didn't like a postman shoot up the post office because well, he was sick well, of his work or something? Something like that.
2: Well, yeah. I think I think uh, postmen are more likely to take their own lives over dentists. And bus drivers? Bus uh, drivers as well? I don't know about bus drivers. Public transport or do you mean? Like
0: a- actual bus drivers, I think.
2: Yeah. Uh, I have no idea about that.
0: I think anyone in the public service sector is more likely to do that. Just with the sheer
2: volume of what they're doing. Well, it just feels like everyone's shitting on you all the time. Yeah, so mm, yeah. It's understandable, I think, at some level. Like,
1: not to mention being attacked by dogs all the time when you have to go and deliver <laughs> stuff. <like. laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Well, when you were my mailman and you'd run up, like, of course the dogs would be going crazy. You're <laughs> like, he he looked like, um, um, uh, you know, you know the, uh, oh, what was that? That there was that band uh, with a guy with a hatchet that was the logo, and it was just like a running man with a hatchet. What? Um, and everyone got that tattooed on them, and it, it wasn't ICP, or maybe it was ICP. It was a similar band to ICP, but everyone was obsessed with that in the U.S. for a long time, mm-hmm. um, in the right. early, early Um But yeah, he always looked like that guy. It's like <laughs> just <laughs> running at On the full run. speed yeah. uh, <laughs> through my yard, and the dogs would be going crazy. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was chased by a few dogs in his day, just based off of that. Do, do you miss it there? Do you miss it back in Maryland? Um, would you consider? It, are you going to stay here for very long? Or? Definitely. I'm yeah. engaged. Okay. Um, right. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Congrats. Yeah. 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 Uh, engaged for two years now. So I go between calling her fiancé and girlfriend quite often. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, no, uh, definitely, definitely going to stay here. I love Perth. Perth is, cool. I grew up in a really small town and then I spent a lot of time in big cities and this is the perfect blend.
1: Yeah, it's a a, a big, small town
2: or a small, big city. Um, I think you're small, small city, big heart. There's, there's a lot more community here <laughs> than, than, than I think what people realize. You know, there's a lot of like more common good happening. I mean, it shows right now, uh, current COVID situation. I mean, we're probably the only place in the world that's actually. Normal. It's the best place to be because
1: think, everyone's yeah. compliant and blind. And <laughs> <laughs> it is a police state here. Yes, it is very much a police state here. Yeah, it's a bit of a nanny state here,
2: uh, but right. it's successful in a lot of own ways. So yeah, I, I, I love it here. We, we've always
0: said this is the best place to be in terms of what's happening globally. Uh, in
1: comparison, yeah. definitely. Yeah. They um, just need to build a big dome over Perth, <laughs> no, and it'll be it. Perth, Fucking Perth. No, first we have to
2: get Universal Studios here. And then yeah, we yeah. can build a dump over it. I love a bigger theme parker than an adventure world. That's the only, my only big complaint is...
0: Uh, yeah. It's weird. When I look at Perth, I see a canvas. You know what I mean? I see a, a, a canvas where it's like, you can really like a, uh, uh, try, you can try anything here.
2: Oh, like a blank canvas. Yeah, like a blank canvas. Yeah, <laughs> I was Sorry, thinking like a canvas. like a like a ship sail <laughs> canvas, like laid on top of us. I wasn't sure where you're going. <laughs> that, that was a bad metaphor. Yeah, but <laughs> just a canvas. But okay. in, like it's a, it's
0: a blank canvas where yes. you can try whatever you want here. Yep, and it's a really good place to do that. It's like a big gigantic empty movie set. Yeah, there's, that's there's, that's, there's, that's what I see Perth as a big movie set with there's real building room,
1: room to progress type thing, room to well, there's th- th-
0: physically as well. There's just space. There, there's not a lot of traffic. There's just the right amount of people, and I think it, it's weird. Like because you have that reference from a busy city like Manhattan, then you come here and it's like it's got those elements without the madness in a way. Yeah, yeah, I um, mean.
2: There, there's, there's obviously a lot of benefits to living in a large city, and I mean, we're, we're in a central location right now, undisclosed studio, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, it's, I mean, this is, this is similar to what it would be like if you're living uh, on the outskirts of Manhattan or in Brooklyn. Very yeah. similar here, like, yeah, very, very similar. Without setup. the
0: uh, amazing pizza,
2: there's some really good pizza. Alfred's, really. <laughs> alfred's is fantastic pizza okay have you been to try that the basement it's like a basement bar no no, um just the other side of the cbd right uh central area actually
1: i know where that is i've seen it before i haven't actually been there but i know know what you're talking about really good pizza yeah
2: okay um there's like four pizza restaurants i absolutely love here that i think rate very highly against um new york pizza wow okay is uh, Broadway Pizza somewhere on that list? I've never <laughs> heard of it. Broadway's pretty
0: oh, good. Oh,
1: Broadway.
2: It's in Crawley near UWA. Okay. Really yeah. good. Really good. Okay. No, uh, the ones I know are Primo Pizza. That's on Farrington Road. Yeah. Um, And then Hilton Pizza, which is now something else now, or it was. Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. H- Hilton Pizza. It's it's on the corner of Carrington And it's in Fremantle area. It used to be Pizza Express, right? Yes. Yes. Hilton Pizza. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, But the owners, actually, they were uh, siblings of the owners and they had a disagreement and they just bought the location and did their own thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's damn good pizza. Right. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe we don't have it that bad here. Yeah. And
1: none of these pizza references are referring to anything other than an actual bit of dough Okay. Yeah. Tomato sauce and stuff on. <laughs> because uh, any yeah. of our listeners would probably think we're referring to other kinds of pizza, but
2: oh, like <laughs> uh, space pizza.
1: No, I think he's referring to p- p- Pizza Gate, which is a really, oh, really. Oh, Pizza p-
2: gate, p- yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually enjoy pizza
2: with tomato yes. sauce and yes. ham. And regular, <laughs> regular pizza. <guys. laughs> While reading the paperwork. That comes in the bottom of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. While well, you order your Wayfair cabinet. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: what, your twenty thousand dollar pillow. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Actually, actually, there
2: was uh, there's a uh, there's a pizza there called Jasmine. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Uh, there's a pizza there called Jezebel. Uh, That's really nice as well. <laughs> I think it's spelled Jezebel, though. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah. Got really dark. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, podcasting is really fun. It's yeah. <laughs> a yes, uh, community building activity. Uh, fun. Uh. Do it, man. Build your podcast studio. Well, you know what I, I always it. thought would be cool is the, a podcast stu- mobile one, but like in a Pope mobile. We, we were talking about the
1: bus podcast. Yeah, man. well,
2: the party bus went past. <laughs> we thought, would you get a party bus and well, do that after okay. the podcast I, <laughs> bus? I have someone interested in helping me start a studio currently. Um, a couple of people that I'm working with, and I, I'm considering whether I should try to talk them into getting a sprinter. Oh, yeah. there There is mm-hmm. actually a, a a pod, I don't know if they're a podcast, but they're a live show called Bareface Stories. I've heard of that. Yes, yes, yes. Very yes, yes, popular yes, yes. in the storytelling mm-hmm. writer community here in Perth, and they actually affiliated with a trailer that goes around the whole of Australia. Mm-hmm. It's a mobile podcast studio. Hmm they have that a roadcaster a with a couple of pod mics in there and um yeah it's all soundproofed out and stuff very cool that's amazing thing. yeah i've reached out to them a few times for whenever they're here but I, th- I think it's actually parked here currently um that's a really good idea just having a mobile studio like that but but i like the idea of i mean um uh so uh as far as like podcast uh Uh, how you know baseball inside baseball is what we say in the u.s but i guess how the sauces are made bunnies (laughs) uh (laughs) no onions no onions um uh no it's i think uh one a couple of really big podcasters currently andrew schultz he's an american comedian Mm -hmm. um i really follow his marketing methods and burt as well Mm. so between those two guys um i think i've developed a pretty good system and you definitely need a, a hard location where people can come and just look. Because mm. people just want to come and gawk, get their head around it, leave, come back, gawk, yeah. come back, gawk. And then all of a sudden, they're going to be a podcaster one day. Yeah. Yeah, because people don't have access to gear.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's like having a a studio tour
2: where they can physically see a setup. Yeah, so I want to have open the days. There. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. have open days and, and live sessions um, where people can like comedy podcasts mainly. Yeah, those are the ones people really enjoy. So, kind of, uh, there's a, a podcast legion of skanks in New York. Yeah, they do outdoor shows right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gas Digital, they do a lot of um, community podcasting elements as well. That's mm-hmm. um, in New York. Uh, Louis Lu- J. Gomez and uh, those guys own that. But yeah, I, 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 I've been studying the art of podcasting business for a That's while cool. now, mm. yeah. and I'm um, just applying that all to building a studio.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah.
2: That's,
0: that's fucking awesome. There's
2: your party bus. Okay. Is yeah.
1: there anyone on it this time? No, this is fucking empty. empty. <laughs> <laughs> it's so is it Looking for a, fun. A numbers restriction. There's only one person allowed on the bus. Oh, my God. But not yeah. at Magnet
2: House. <laughs> Holy crap. The so, line for there was
1: nuts. That that used to be called, um. that was Capital. Capital, yeah. Yeah. Capital years. Yeah. Right? yeah. You would have been here when it was Capital, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah it yeah. was Capital uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It's, secret- when, when post- its, na- it's when when changed at night, it's When Post Malone Yeah, during COVID it just yeah. relaunched with a million dollar light system apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read a review that when and probably you go in some there, um, smart cameras and uh, <laughs> Oh, there's definitely some bio stuff.
1: tracking happening yeah. for sure. Yeah
2: yeah there were some undercover security guards when i went there as well like plain clothes big dudes Mm. (laughs) they just looked like some footy players that didn't wear out of of, of, they were off the field (laughs) and also just to say that's not the place i
1: was talking about on our last podcast when I was talking about there's a new club in Perth that's got all these... Actually, I forgot to mention they've got thermal cameras, they've got all these AI tracking oh, cameras that's so cool. and all this shit. That's not, it's not Magnet House, but it's I not wouldn't club be... Yeah. be-, be- or all
2: the beers like on a shelf like the Amazon store, and when you take it off, it automatically charges you. <laughs> it knows <laughs> That'd be exactly awesome. who you are. Maybe, yeah. that beep, maybe that dickhead that throws someone into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So what happens if someone drove a car into the Amazon store? What do you think would happen? I've been thinking about this. I love scenari- ridiculous scenarios, and trying to figure out what would happen. What do you mean, like just drove through it physically? Yeah, as an accident. You know, it happens all the time where you know elderly people just mm. hit the gas really hard or hit the accelerator really hard and just boom through the front of a shop. Mm. So, what happens at the Amazon store if someone ran through the front of that shop? You know, like do you know do you know about the Amazon? Store? I don't think we have Amazon. We Amazon don't. We, stores. Well,
0: they're fully automated, right? Completely. So there's no staff that work at the none. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: none. And it tracks you if you have an Amazon account. You, I think you have to be. I don't know exactly how it works. Um, I've only seen that on David Dobrik's vlogs <laughs> <laughs> and some other people that did. I think uh, Tech Insider went to the New yeah. York one. You just grab whatever you
0: want off the shelf, right? And you walk just out. Walk out with it, and, yeah. it,
2: and then it jing. Your bank thing comes up that. You got charged the exact amount of things you took. I think if you drive a car through it. Because all the shelves are pressure mm. sensitive. There's trackers of how many items are there. Cameras around the store following your every move. And keeping track of other things as well. They, I think they have access to your uh, iWatch or whatever. What wow. Yeah. Fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Fuck that. Jeffy that's, B's. Jeffy that's, B. Uh, Jeffy B. That's, that's <laughs>
3: crazy. That's, oh my yeah. God.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's really crazy. But again, like if that's kind of the way that the world's leading towards, then uh, I don't know. Like I'm I'm still, I was talking to a friend last night, Um, I'm still a fence sitter when it comes to this old world versus new world idea of what we're leading into. I mean, mm. it sounds really cool, this idea that everything's automated and it's all running this whole digital tech stuff. I love digital tech stuff. I love it. But part of me just feels like there's some sort of malicious intent behind it. There's like, uh, I don't know.
0: Well, the amount of data that they have is it's kind of well.
1: It's not the amount of data they have; it's what are they doing with the data, and who has it, and like you can't can't trust mm. so many people with this stuff, mm. let alone these big fucking businesses. Like, I don't know, I
0: don't know. Yeah, the the four horsemen of the apocalypse, Yeah,
2: <laughs> what are the? F- what, what, <laughs> it's, uh, tell me about it. Uh, I, uh, well, it I was, can't name four off the top <laughs> of my head.
0: It was uh, Zuckerberg, Sundar Pichai from Google. Jeff Bezos and Tim Cook, so they're like the four Mm. leading dudes that are borderline creating a tech monopoly almost.
2: So you don't see Elon in there anywhere. Are you guys fanboys or? John's a big Elon. Oh,
1: Elon's my boy. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm very much like you. I'm on the fence. I'll I'll call it as I see it. I think, but yeah.
1: I'm not sure what to think about Elon. I'd like to think what he's doing. Well is Elon's good. not he's what he's doing is not on the same vein as say Google, Facebook and all them where no, they're building yeah. this like a social community network where they're taking people's data. Elon's building his own company. He's just doing his own thing.
2: Also storing data. Mm. Through 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 everything. Through he, I mean, he's helped start PayPal. He understands what it means to commoditize your personal information.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's just knowing how to do it. I don't think he's actually doing it. Yep.
2: I have no proof either, but...
1: Well, I don't
0: know. That's a very good point, because he did start PayPal. I don't think his wheels are squeaky. I don't think anyone's wheels are squeaky. Yeah, he also, I think, he I think also he's also very got, altruistic. I'm trying to work out Definitely. if... I yeah. think he
1: got fired from PayPal. What? I thought he bought it. Well, bought, I read I something thought the other day out. that he actually got fired from PayPal. And... Like essentially, they they say he sold PayPal, but I think it was PayPal was trying to shoo him out. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I mean, just, yeah. But that uh, to me, I, d- I don't see Elon on the same level or the same uh, things as what Google, Facebook, and all them are doing. It's oh, just, definitely, yeah. definitely a
2: different vein. Mm. Definitely a different vein. Mm. But I think oh, somewhere around there, still a capitalist. Yeah,
0: so. still very much capitalist. I mean, we like we we talked about how. We didn't exactly vote on the amount of satellites going up through Starlink. Like all of these, all of these things are happening undemocratically. That's that's another thing, you know.
2: Also, the Australian uh, government is going to be part of Space Force, right? As well, um, they were talking about opening up the the Australian location in Perth for a while, up at the um, observation tower.
3: Hmm. Mm.
2: Um, I that's remember when that was going to be coming in. Wow. Yeah. So the space force is fingers are in pies in Australia currently. Yeah. I think what What is space cl- force, force for? Clive p as well? <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking yeah. Um, space. I I'm still. I don't understand what space force is for. It's for the protection and the uh, ownership of space. Of course. So it's. I. I think. I think it. It's. I mean, this is the other part where I'm. I'm kind of saying, okay, well, Elon. Yes, he's altruistic. Yes, he's doing this stuff because he sees that's where the future is happening. But he's also kind of given up on Earth then because he's trying to develop this way to leave Earth.
1: Yeah, well, if I had that man money, I'd be doing the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: he's working directly with NASA. I mean, his his rockets are meant to bring people to the ISS, which is probably the most centralized government yeah, but I think he's mm. overtaken NASA.
1: I think, like, NASA's
2: becoming a oh, little bitch. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, his, his, his,
1: in his little backpack. Yeah. Nas- yeah. NASA's like the
0: boomer version of space, right? There's a bunch of boomers running around trying to still be relevant when it comes to space. But, yeah, I mean, SpaceX, that's the new sexy
2: rebranding of space travel, right? Yeah. SpaceX. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty It reminds me of the Jetsons. Yeah. yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I I agree with that is that sometimes I have to unplug from what we have as, you know, uh, just attached to digital objects all the time. We're pretty Mm. much bionic in some ways. Yeah, Mm. I love it when I lose my phone. You, you kind of feel it. liberated for a while yes. right? so You're nice. just like Oh I guess I don't like, have I'll to
1: look at that thing oh. leave, leave your car on the phone I, I did that the other day I went to the <laughs> Leave Super. your car on the phone What's that? Did I? You say that? <laughs> yeah. <Did> you, oh, <laughs> leave, phone, leave my Tesla Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> leave my phone in the car Yeah Yeah, yeah and then I walk around and I'm like well actually I feel good Because first of all No one's going to actually track where I'm going Second of all There's no sort of distractions And I'm just <laughs> Yeah it's good It is Good being uh, Cutting yourself out of that um, Technology technological yeah. uh
0: yeah we, we we're realm. talking about how it, yeah we are really being trained to uh look for notifications wait yep. for replies yep. look at who's seen our messages and stuff yep um i don't when i i don't mean to be too personal but when you said that you took a break
2: from from
0: uh social media for a while right yeah yeah, yeah.
2: um it was meant to just be a weekend <laughs> yeah and, uh, I mean, we're, I would say, in the same generation. I would say so, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. My first smartphone was actually when I moved to New York uh, in 2001. 2000. Um, That's when I got my first HTC because I needed Google Maps because mm. the city is just crazy. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I I had a flip phone for the longest time. Um, And then, you know, I only got on social media, I think, a few years ago, fully. Uh, I started a business called Men. Where I was uh, making one off terrariums for people, mosserariums. Fuck yeah. Yep. What, what, I'll buy one. What's a mosserarium? Right? It's like a little uh, ecosystem plant thing, yep. right? It's a yeah. self enclosed ecosystem, hmm. uh, wow. only only inhabited uh, by plants and maybe insects if there was some laying around. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I harvest moss from the forest this time of year um, and make like whole. Setups with law little little sticks and tufts of indoor plants and tropical plants in there. Um that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, through that I was like, okay, well, I gotta start marketing this. I'll market through Instagram. Um, I was only using Instagram here and there because my missus was using it and she told me to Isabella. She told me, No, you gotta get on there because I want to send you posts that are funny. Okay. And I like memes, so I just <laughs> joined for the meme. Yeah. Um, and then I said, oh, well, I'll try to promote my business. And I did really well, really quick. Actually, I got lots of customers through Instagram. I said, okay, this is a way to make money. Mm. Um, and that's how I make my money now is, well, that's how I market myself now. But since I took a break, that weekend turned into like three and a half, almost a month, three and a half weeks, four hmm. weeks. Um I actually got more customers in that time period than I did all the time promoting myself on Instagram. It's <laughs> weird, huh? You can't so, watch your
0: kettle boil. No. Yeah, it happens when you're not there. Yeah. Yeah, did you do you feel better
2: after that month of just not yeah, just I was, tuning out a bit? I was pretty detached from it already. Um but I was getting worried that my my posts weren't getting likes or some shit yeah. like that and you know I was thinking about that sort of stuff but um, helping people create shows and then seeing them do well gives me more satisfaction than my own post doing well. So if I, I have, I think I know, something like 600 followers on Instagram, if all of those people paid me, I would have like a corporation, <laughs> you know? So if only 5% of those people are paying me to do work, then that's awesome. And I think I'm about 1% right now. <laughs> but um, Now you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I don't need some crazy amount of whatever. Um, but I would like to build this up, and if Spotify wants to come buy my company uh, <laughs> for a hundred million. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I won't say no. And buy that yacht. <laughs> have you have you
0: experienced anything paranormal? Cause, because Connecticut is a hotbed of, of paranormal activity because of the whole witch uh, history there. Right? Actually, yeah. I
2: actually worked on a Discovery pilot. Wow. Um, for a ghost hunting show. Mm. Um, and the only thing I saw as a camera operator was the host. Hiding under a bed, waiting to scare me. So it was rigged. All of it. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> I spent I spent a few <laughs> nights in some haunted houses that yeah. people were walking around claiming they got scratched. We had a medium. I did four nights, right, uh, within a month, uh, shooting the pilot episodes, and um, I mean, I, I believe in that stuff. I believe fully in in in. Uh, Uh, paranormal activity uh, everything i'm a full-on believer of aliens the whole gamut but i'm practical and i know when someone's trying to just make money yeah yeah so maybe those situations are real at some point Mm -hmm. i did i did work with some people i don't know through connecticut haunting stories if you've heard of the webster theater um but it was a very haunted place my my friend grew up working theater there still does um and he's experienced quite a bit. Right. Hmm. Up yeah. in the catwalks.
0: That's a hard thing because it, when you're filming a show, you you need something to happen. So a lot of that shit's contrived, which is kind of sad because yeah. it, it really waters down the,
2: the real stuff, right? Well, it just yeah. upset me too. The host was trying to egg on the children and you know, he was like, you're not real. I don't think you're real. Come out and prove it to me. And uh, it just yeah. put me off. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't lead me astray from my belief in the fact that mm-hmm. they're real. Yeah. Um, but no, I never, I've experienced, actually my, my grandfather may or may not still be haunting my parents' house, haunting. He's still there. Supposedly. Yeah. My dad says he experiences a lot of things all the time currently. Well, um, the, the energy could be there. Or something mm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: because uh, Connecticut
2: has a lot of like witchcrafty stuff, right? I mean Salem. Salem is not far away. Salem Witch trials, um yeah. The Haunting of Connecticut isn't that like a, a very famous. Uh, this is a TV harmony? show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Connecticut is one of the first places where they documented ectoplasm as well. So, right there's that, some mm. stuff there about that. But well, that's when the kid, you know, or when you see the medium.
0: Have you ever seen it? I think so. When, when stuff like a, a actual goo comes out of a yeah. person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, I think that that's was fucking weird. Wasn't the the Conjuring? Terrell's <laughs> yeah. <Daryl's> very quiet about <laughs> this. Are you uh, a non-supporter of this topic? No, or? no, no. Well, I don't, I don't want to uh, talk about it. He just scares.
0: He scares very easily. So. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Plus, I've experienced a lot of uh, very strange things in my life that mm. have yeah made me question my reality.
0: I, I the yeah. the uh, was it uh, the Conjuring? Was, yeah, I think was, it was based t- in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was uh, from that family that that no- notorious family that had the the doll, the Annabelle doll. Yeah. And they have uh, what it's like their a, t- what a, were a their tourist. Names? It's a tourist um, destination now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there was a, TV, a Netflix show, yeah, uh, yeah. a couple movies. Yeah. I think yeah. even parts of um, what was that one with the girl who like came out of the TV? I think parts of that movie also. Oh, came the Ring. From, yeah, I think yeah. some stories came from. From that, yeah, that yeah. was probably the most traumatic movie I've ever seen in my life. That I, I was scarred from that video, <laughs> the <laughs> Japanese version or the uh, American remake, American remake,
0: yeah, with uh, Sarah Michelle Gillard. I don't remember who I, was in that. That I was, just remember the
2: finger yeah. going onto the nail, yeah, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy shit! I think the Ami- Amityville
2: horror was also based in that area, uh, possibly. I think that was actually based on the what I was talking about, Torrington, Connecticut, yeah yeah on yeah, um, the yeah. Webster theater and there's a lot of weird stuff has gone there in the past yeah um but you know it's uh Connecticut is home to a lot of unmarked uh Native American burial grounds yeah so they were very well connected to the earth and mm-hmm. there's yep, yep. got to be something to that hmm. oh for sure yeah 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 same uh, with here same with yeah. here there's a lot of unmarked graves, I'm sure here in Perth. Possibly, I haven't seen any myself. Yeah. Well, well, they're
1: not they're, they're unmarked. not marked. We what? we <laughs> build on top
2: of them. You're not going to see <laughs> them. unmarked right So actually, you would never see. them. I mean, like it? I haven't heard
0: anyone of like anyone stumbling upon anything like that. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah.
2: I just I, I go to Murdoch. Um, you know, I work at Fiona Stanley occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in that area. I walk in Bibber Lake Park, mm. and that's all mm. was all ancient. Lands, you know the wetlands, mm. gathering areas. like thats my my work hood. Oh yeah, I work there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. So you're not far yeah. from Prima Pizza, <laughs> mm-hmm. Farrington Road. It's just behind. Oh yeah, no, I, I take Farrington all the time. Yeah, we got to write these down. All these oh, good But Farrington's there. on the other side of the freeway, not the. Um, yeah, when you get when you're going down south and you get off on Farrington, take a right, and it's just in the plot. Uh, sorry, you take a left. And it's just yeah, the yeah, first plaza. First, yeah, I know the area. Yeah, there's a I, couple. I, there's I go, a quarry yeah. barbecue. There's a couple of restaurants, and then Prima Pizza and a fancy IGA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big fancy um, IGA. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah a, Probably built on a burial ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why it's so nice. Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff. There's like a, a Stonehenge replica.
2: There is that right? I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, in my town though, right, there's a very yeah. famous cemetery called the Green Lady Cemetery. Okay, where on some <laughs> some nights there's a green lady there (laughs) yeah well there's this one in, in in my town there's one road basically that goes in and out of town and to this day actually there's still only about five or three stoplights in town right um everywhere else is just back roads um so you can easily get lost if you don't know where you're going very quickly and there's this one road that's just still dirt to this day they never paved it or anything And there there's this old cemetery where Long ago, in like early 60s, um, some seniors in high school, as a joke, broke off some of the headstones and brought it down to Florida uh, for spring break, and some stones fell down from the cliff on one of these remote beaches they were on, which I've never heard of a cliff beach in Florida, by the way. Um, but somewhere down there, they they or maybe it was North Carolina, they experienced something, uh, and the Stone that actually killed the kid was the headstone that he had broken off. Whoa! And so from there, we had this green lady that was awakened every year, and people. I've I've seen her, like the green lady floating, or mist, green mist. Why wait, okay, wait? Back up. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I guess I did have a ghost experience. Th- that's yeah. a, that's a total ghost experience. Yeah, just drove right through it. <laughs> but uh, you, you saw a green lady floating. Yeah, yeah, it's like a floating pretty high up. How old were you at this time? Uh, seventeen. I was just driving. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, no. I started driving. When I was eighteen, so I was eighteen. One hundred percent. You saw a floating green lady. Definitely. Okay. It was very late at night, maybe two a.m. Wow. So it was this. This is the type of place where you know the stars are brighter than the than the houses at nighttime. Yeah. So it's weird because when, full moon. Whenever I think East Coast America,
0: I just immediately, for some stupid reason, imagine that it's all city. But it's not. There's a lot of rural areas that w- with just nothing around this forest. Mainly right? rural. Yeah.
2: From yeah. from Maine until just outside Boston. It's like almost completely rural. Yeah. So Canadian border almost all the way down. Um maybe Lake Placid is a pretty big area. I'm sitting here. There was the Olympics there one mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um there's just so much history and so many like Back country towns Ben and Jerry's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's crazy because we, we don't have a lot of... Stuff here is really new, right? We don't have that long well, standing history. Yeah.
1: We, we, we kind of do, but we never go there because... Yeah, in case, say from Perth, you go take the northern coast where you go up through to Geraldton and then up through to Exmouth and all that sort of stuff. There's nothing there. That's why no one ever goes there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to drive from Perth to Geraldton, there's a few things along the way, but then beyond that, there's nothing. Yeah. So no one... But, well, but I nothing, guarantee there's... That nothing that
2: you want to stop to look yes, at. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But
1: guarantee, there's probably some uh, ancient type... Uh, Stories. ...traditional yeah. things
2: yeah. and stuff around the place. But. Well, my my town uh, celebrated its the town I grew up... Well, I spent most of my childhood... In. I grew up in a couple of towns, but where I spent the bulk of the time being an adolescent... Uh, celebrated its bicentennial, and then five years later I moved here and they celebrated their bicentennial of Perth. <laughs> so my my small town has multiple roads called George Washington Turnpike because he was known to travel that route. And right. The old church in town is like from the early 1800s, and a yeah. lot of buildings are still there from the 1800s. And Have you ever, have you ever seen the movie Mr. Nobody? Yes.
0: Jared Leonard? Jared. Where he lives like, till he's like a hundred and something or something yeah, yeah. last human
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A good movie. so living out multiple timelines at the same time mm-hmm. based off of large decisions mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> what was that i don't know anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, something just <laughs> fell in the kitchen um was that? I'm, I'm, i don't know
1: jeff
2: do you want to give another plug to what you're involved in yeah. Wh- yeah where, um, where people can find you? And stuff? Uh, I have no website, uh, even though I'm really boring on social media. I, I contact <laughs> everyone through Instagram and Facebook, yeah. Rocket Podcasting. Um, I have my smash room coming up, Broken. I want to know about that. Broken Perth. Broken right, Perth. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm insured. I just um, I had a warehouse. I was ready to go, but the the guy um, subletting me the space uh, rented out the whole floor. So I just moved everything into a storage unit and I'm like s- struggling. I already gave notice to leave the storage unit so I'm yeah. just forcing myself. I have like three weeks to figure something out which has been difficult. Mm. Um, if I think of something, I'll let you know. I you just need a raw store. corner of a warehouse, honestly. Just here, over. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Here, yeah. It wouldn't be bad, it wouldn't be bad. <laughs> um, but it's very loud. Um, so, anyways, th- that's ready to gonna be going probably by the time this is. I don't know when is this coming out in the week. I'll uh, pro... say within a week. Go check it out. Yeah. I do. I do one on one coaching. Um, I do Zoom calls for coaching as well for a little bit cheaper. Um, and I'm going to be, have a class like a like a web stream. People can sign up for once in a while where you launch your podcast in a few days. Um, and I'm currently producing the. Courageous Leaders podcast, uh, which is a spiritual women's uh, type of thing. Um, The uh, Goat King Writers Club, which is a comedy freelance... uh, 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 Not real, but fiction. Fiction (laughs) Fiction story (laughs) podcast, um, where we do accept some real stories. Um, Also producing uh, uh, a few shows for Murdoch University. Um, Producing a uh, millionaire... uh, Interview show called Swag, where he interviews all the Perth multimillionaires, self-made multimillionaires. Oh, wow! With uh, uh, my invite, um, <laughs> <laughs> the local Illuminati, basically, uh, the one percent, um, the one percent, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then look out for mine, my unnamed show, which I'll take clips from this and make it my episode. <laughs> um, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. So nice one, yeah. Um, Th- thanks for
0: coming on, man. No, tr- really yeah. appreciate it. That was a fucking awesome show. Do we do our own plugs?
1: Um, if you want Yeah, would, yeah. Uh, Find us on Instagram And uh, Spotify Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Google Podcast, and, and YouTube
0: YouTube Become we are, part of The Crew Yes The Crew Yes, yes. The Crew But spelled
2: like Motley <laughs> <laughs> Oh if that's I like that one Yeah I like right, that one right. The Crew We are looking to
0: move to Patreon Pretty soon we as are. well We are Yeah To but have we'll, more more we'll, content on there We'll, have yeah. well, we'll talk about that off mic If you have a plan for yeah, that. yeah Yeah Totally
1: Yeah Um yeah Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. Keep it real. Play some funk. Play some funk. Yeah.
3: Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank (laughs) you.